0: the youth workshop podcast episode 48
1: it is amazing luke because you know you think you know your child and i do know my child but i saw facets of his character and of who he is and you know issues that he was dealing with that i never would have seen unless i followed him on instagram
0: you bring the passion We bring the knowledge. Learn from the most creative, innovative, and experienced youth experts across the globe. Are you ready to take your youth ministry to the next level? If the answer is yes, you are in the right place. The Youth Workshop, the podcast. Here's your host, Luke White morning workshoppers i hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you're listening to this podcast while you run while you travel to work maybe in your lunch break whenever um, i just want to wish you the best of days i hope you have a fantastic day i hope you get time to do what you love and follow your passion um today before we get to the guest that we have for you i just want to remind you that on december the 6th that's december the 6th We have some exciting news from the Youth Workshop, and so we hope that you tune into your episode. That's just two weeks away. We've got some stuff cooking that I think you're going to enjoy. Um, This episode today is a real practical one, a lot of advice and, and tools that you can implement straight away. So I suggest that you pause the podcast right now, go grab a pen and a paper or... Maybe use your phone if you're one of those cool 21st century kids. Um, then make sure you use the technology whatever you have to make some notes. Enjoy. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today and we have another amazing guest for you. Her name is Katrina Douglas. She is a chartered marketer and the owner of Katrina Douglas Marketing and Sane Katrina, how are you doing?
1: I'm well thanks Luke thanks for having me on the show today
0: Anytime anytime why don't you um open the curtains open the windows and tell our audience a little bit about yourself
1: Sure so um of course my name is Katrina Douglas um first and foremost I am a Christ follower incredibly passionate about Christ and his people um I'm also a wife and a mother and then I'm also a business person so I have been a marketer for the last 11 years or so, worked in corporate for about 10 years, but always knew it was training ground, always knew that I wanted to really apply those skills into a business of my own and bring them into the kingdom. Um, So that's essentially what I do. I think that marketing is very much closely linked to evangelism. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of scope for me to bring that skill set into the kingdom and help the church to grow essentially
0: so tell us straight away so much there for us to dive into but uh, how have you found a a way to utilize what are the skills that you use um, or you used before in the corporate sector um, to now use it to impact the christian community how have you managed to 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 do that
1: um various ways um i guess the church is always looking for ways to reach out always looking for ways to connect with the community and so there's just a natural synergy so working with churches that i've been members of and, and had connections with first and foremost and for me the role was very much to educate the church because i think sometimes when you think about marketing it's it's almost um you know the immediate thought is commercialing commercial and you know, I didn't want them to think that I was trying to commercialize the gospel. So it's very much about educating them and saying, you know, the web is such a great opportunity. There's such, you know, a wealth of tools available to us. And yes, they do come under the umbrella of marketing, but it's not necessarily just about, you know, marketing and thinking commercial wise, it's not, it's about how you use those tools per se. So it's very much about educating the church and saying, well, you know, these are such great tools. And that's where the communities that we want to reach are, they're online. And if we kind of ignore that world, we're missing a huge opportunity. And in a way, we're kind of not fulfilling the Great Commission in its fullness, if we're going to kind of ignore the whole online world.
0: This is fantastic. I've recently, I've just come back from a week away, where um, the church that I work for, all of us leaders went away for some revision and refocusing and looking at the future and how we're gonna evangelize and, and all of this good stuff. And I have been harping on about um, you know, you've got you've got people online who are who are uh, not saying things that are as positive as what we're saying yet they have huge online followings like 19 20 year olds with 8 million followers and things like that where in effect they have a church of 8 million in effect um and so i'm trying to really you know communicate that what do you think the fear is then what 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 is it that hope that is holding churches back from your experience what is it that's holding churches back from engaging with this this online opportunity
1: you know, I think that it's fair it's a funny thing to say because you know God tells us not to fear, but I think in a way it's it's they don't know the unknown, and sometimes the dark side of the web can kind of cloud um their ability to see what a great opportunity it is. you know there is a dark side of the web um there are security issues, but I think sometimes that can cl- um church's ability to see what a huge opportunity it is and i think it's also you know perhaps they they don't realize the bigness of the opportunity
0: fantastic so a little bit of fear and a little bit of just needing that education as to why it's so huge yeah that's that is excellent excellent
1: and just one more thing Just one more thing, Luke, I think sometimes some churches have dipped their toe in a little bit and thought, oh, it doesn't work. So, you know, because perhaps they've had not a great experience, they've tried maybe having a Facebook page and it's quiet, or they've not had that much engagement, maybe they think that it doesn't work for them.
0: True, true, true. So what would your advice be to that person who has dipped their toe in and either has been burnt, maybe with a security breach or something like that, or um, hasn't seen the results that they were hoping to see?
1: I think before you ever dip your toe into social media and start using it as a tool, there's there's two things that you need to do. I think the first tool is that you first need to set up a listening station, so to speak. Get familiar with the channel, how it works. Get a feel um, for the different social media sites, Facebook, Twitter. Get a feel for for the tone. I always say that social media sites almost have personalities, and some of those personalities will with you more than others. I also think that you need a plan. Um, You know, sometimes our approach can be quite haphazard and scattergun. I think you need to be very clear about why is it you want to, to use social media. It should be part of your overall vision and mission for why you exist, not something separate. It should add to that and and be a way to extend your reach rather than seeing it as something over there. So I think, you know, those are the two things. Get familiar with the channels before you dip your toe in and have a plan.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, um, you know, you mentioned there um, your why and knowing, you know, why you were doing these things and, and, and what purpose it's going to solve in the overall vision um tell us a little bit about your why what what motivates you on a personal level what motivates you in all of this that you're trying to do in all of the um the ways you're trying to to help people and to and to bring people on um in their understanding of social media and bring churches on in their understanding and their use of social media how does this fit into your overall why
1: i think there's some people that will never come into our church never no matter what we do um they're never going to come into a church and so the only way that we're ever going to reach them is to actually go to their communities you know the bible says that we are in the world but we're not of the world but that doesn't mean that we have to kind of disconnect ourselves it, you know it goes back to that point i made at the top if we don't if we don't go to these these places, if we don't reach out, it's a whole facet of society that we're missing out, on, especially what comes to youth. You know, it, it's funny because my son actually he's about to turn thirteen tomorrow, and um, so me, you know, being part and parcel of so- the social media community, of course, I'm going to stalk my son, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> It is amazing, Luke, because, you know, you think, you know, your child and I do know my child, but I saw facets of his character mm. and of who he is, and you know, issues that he was dealing with that I never would have seen unless I followed him on Instagram. Wow. You know, you, you see, they reveal themselves in a way that they don't. Um, The way they think about the internet, the way they interact online is very different. And unless you're there, unless you're present, unless you'll show up, there's certain things about young people, about society at large, that we will just not know.
0: Wow. So you're suggesting that we can actually learn, get an insight into our youth and the young people we're trying to serve through Facebook, through social media, through looking at what they're presenting. How accurate is um you know that's something we talk about we've you know I've spoken to other people about we called it like insta-fronting where you you have your image that you present on insta or you have your your image that you present in different places um but for our young people do you think they are um even using it in that way or do you think they're using it in the opposite way which is to actually present a truer image of themselves
1: I think sometimes it's a bit of both Um, Just using uh, my experience as an example, um, there was there were there were times when I would see my son's feed and I saw a truth um, and an honesty that I he was in a way hiding from me. There were other times and there were posts and I'm like, that's not my son. Um, He's trying to present a front. So it is a bit of both. But on both occasions, the point is it allowed me to have a conversation with him it allowed us it in a way it yeah it took the conversations that i was having with him in a place they wouldn't otherwise have gone and it brought a closeness and a truth um that i actually didn't even know was missing
0: wow fantastic thank you for sharing that personal story no that's perfect. really really insightful wow that is I, i'm going to be interested to see the the response from all those who are listening and um i I want to find out from you listeners i want you to maybe i'm going to give you a little challenge find one or two um, young people in your church that you can follow maybe not from your personal account but maybe from your church youth account if that's um, more transparent for you Um, and and maybe you know let us know what you learn and let us know maybe how this is going to impact whether it's a, a program you might put on or maybe just impact the way in which you interact with these young people we really want to hear from you Okay. All right, then, Katrina, back to you. Give us some pro tips now on using social media in our ministries. some professional tips that usually people pay hundreds of thousands to get from you. Give us them right now.
1: (laughs) Okay, number one, I would say don't try and be all things to all men. Um, I think sometimes we think we have to be it there's two extremes sometimes the church isn't on any social media channels other times we try and spread ourselves too thin um you don't have to jump on the latest social media channel out there you know first it was facebook then twitter then instagram and now snapchat is the big one yeah um like i mentioned before get a feel for these social media channels um Think about which one is best suited to what it is that you want to achieve. Focus on one, master that, and then move on. Um, You don't need to be on everyone. You just need to find the one that's right for you. Um, An important point, where are the people that you want to reach? Mm. Um, That's where you need to be.
0: Love that, love that. Give us some more.
1: Yeah, I would say also... You need to think about think carefully about who you're assigning to your social media activity. Um, sometimes it could just be the person that's that's most readily available, but that's not necessarily the right person i think there is a skill there is an expertise to to social media to the web so i would say find someone in your ministry that has a natural affinity for it that is passionate about it and you know this is an area of ministry where you've got really involved and really engaged um and and a link to that is don't leave it to one person because it can be overwhelming um Put together a a team of people, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge team, two or three people, but don't just leave it to one person and have a process as well. Um, I recently encountered um, something where the person who was managing the account left the church and then the church couldn't get access to the Facebook account because there was only one admin. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So you need to think carefully about who's managing your account and and have a process in place for it.
0: Love it. Love it. And kind of linked to that then, maybe what are the common mistakes that people are making and that we should avoid when we're using social media?
1: Okay, I think sometimes we use it as a broadcast channel. So we post (laughs) avidly on Facebook and Twitter when we want people to join an event or come to our conference. And then in between we're quiet you know i think social media and the web is about relationships it's about building relationships fostering engagement so be consistent show up even when you don't have something to promote
0: Mm -hmm. love that i'm taking notes here ladies and gentlemen (laughs) because these are these these, some of this i'm sure is going to form some of my social media posts in in the not too distant future all right great fantastic so maybe kind of um future casting now looking into the future um if we could what do you see as um the future of social media and what future opportunities do you think are gonna uh, are appearing slowly and that we could apply in our church settings
1: i think i'm not sure well this is both future and 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 present Mm -hmm. i think people just want real people want transparency i think that's why we have such a trend towards reality tv shows people want us to take that facade down i think that's only going to improve so i think that you know even us as christians you even begin to see it online like the the veil is falling like people just want to connect with us in a real way and social media will help facilitate that Mm -hmm. um through things like live video streaming because there are no retakes <laughs> um, videos <laughs> video is huge um video will continue to be huge we see it with live streaming a lot of churches now while well, a lot of the big mega churches are using it as well tools like periscope now that facebook live has emerged as well that's going to continue to to have a, a huge impact um what else? I This is something that I'm not sure that will happen, but I hope it, it does happen. Right now, I think that social media is like something over there, something additional. I would like us to reach the point where it's very much integrated with what we already do, one of the things that I always say um, when I speak to the church and other organizations, I think social media seems like seems like this beast because we we have it separated, but really it works best in tandem with what you're doing as an extension of what you're doing. So it would be nice to see it not just as a siloed, tool over here but as part and parcel of everything we do part and parcel of our services part and parcel of our evangelistic outreaches part and parcel of the way we we promote and engage in events so so those are a couple of things that that i hope um you know transpire in the future
0: awesome awesome so um in the in the churches that you've worked in um and do you work within your local church at the moment yes I do tell me tell us some of the results that you have seen through getting in there and showing them how it's done
1: (laughs) well actually ironically although I support my church in um in in various capacities I don't work with them on a, on a kind of project ba- basis. It's kind of um, whenever they need me to. Um, but I would I would say there's not directly related to your question, but 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 still may have some relevance. I run a digital coffee morning um, for churches in 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 my area um, across denominations. And I think I started it a year ago, it's once a month, and I think I've seen uh, churches becoming more open and accepting, um, more willing to to dip their toe in the water. Um, So I think more open to social media as a tool. I think churches are becoming more, having more of an affinity for social media. Um, They are trying it more. I think we are seeing churches being more transparent on online and not trying to present this facade of who the church is, but you know, sharing real insights into the culture behind the church and, and to who people really are. Um so those are some general results that I've seen.
0: Fantastic. Tell us more about this digital coffee morning. So and your area, because you know, some, some listeners might want to get involved.
1: Sure. So um I'm based in, in Luton. And you know, I I really felt led to really for me, and this is the whole thing about bringing online and offline together. I wanted to engage the community and and add value. And you know, I I I'm so passionate about this stuff, Luke. Like, it's not even about the money or career (laughs) progression. I just like you. Just need to know what a huge opportunity is. And you know, they say that sometimes if you if you see something that that needs uh, you know, some support them. be the answer. Don't just stand there saying, oh, you do this terribly or, you know, be part of the solution. So that's kind of the place where it came from. And, you know, I'm very much about, I am, I can't, I um, was, was saved in a Pentecostal church. I now go to um, a non-denominational church. But for me, it's not even about denominations. I wanted, that's why our business is called Same Vine. It's about unity. It's about, you know, coming together. In Christ, so I wanted to bring all the churches together in Luton, or as many as I could, mm-hmm. um, and really just begin to talk about different topics. Um, you know, find out, get a feel for them, where they are in terms of social media and the digital world, and add value. So every month we have a different topic. One of them, was, for example, if if you're if you were creating a sacred space online, or if the web your website was your church, how would you look at it? Because I think that's another topic you know, side topic that we haven't spoke about, websites, mm-hmm. that's your home on the web. So just thinking about digital space in the way that they can relate to. Um, another one that I did, my most recent one, was actually looking at tools, so practical tips and tools that you can use to make using social media easier. So mm-hmm. every month we just tackle a different topic. I get, at the moment, I have probably about, not many, about five or six churches come together. But it's great. Um, I love it. And uh, yeah, I feel that we're having an impact locally.
0: Fantastic. I love that. And that also has scope for that in itself um, could even be evangelistical evangelistical evangelism Um, (laughs) because it has that potential to to grow when the church decides okay I'm going to bring a couple of people from my team or I'm going to and someone says oh can I bring my friend that could easily grow into something um even larger I love that I actually know a couple of churches in in um Luton so I'm gonna I'm gonna when's the next one
1: 6th of December
0: 6th of December I'm only down here in Potter's Bar I might even make the short short stroll up there Eh
1: Excellent. we be great to have you Luke.
0: Awesome 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 all right then now I, I want what is the the if you could only give us one piece of advice like you know maybe that someone has just skipped through this whole interview and is just catching the end and if, if everyone could just take away one major piece of advice from this conversation what would you want it to be?
1: Show up I think Part of having an impact or a large part of having an impact is just showing up, show up on social media. I think a lot of times we want people to join our communities, but we're reluctant to join theirs. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think just showing up and being present, you know, is it sometimes enough to say that, you know, we hear enough to kind of take an interest in, in what's going on in this big place? So, you know, dip your toe in the water. It's incredible because, you know, we're all social media is relatively new. So even the experts in this space,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are Still, you know, trying different things, carving our path. And that's the beauty of it. There's no hard and fast rules. Show up, you know, have a go and, you know, just be present.
0: Absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying this. I was going to let you go, but no, another idea has come to mind. Another thought has come to mind. (laughs) Um, Just this idea of showing up. I, you know, I love what you're saying there. And, you know, we really have. In the church, um, sometimes some churches have this perspective of um, pointing everyone to us so um, wanting everyone to come to our thing and um, you know you mentioned it earlier about this idea that there are some people who will just never come to church um, so maybe I don't know could you do you have some thoughts about Um, You you mentioned it also in that creating sacred space online and things like that. Um, Maybe give us some ideas on how we can create things online which are, I hope this isn't too far out of your, you know, your remit, but creating things online where, uh, or, or creating content where the end goal is that content, not, okay, so now, you know, subscribe or or even though those calls to actions aren't terrible, but rather than the call to action being come to our service now, but allowing people to fully experience us just in that space and and know where they can find us in that space. I don't know. Could you speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. I think one of the great ways to do this is video. Um, YouTube is a great channel. Um, So... A lot of people may not know, but YouTube is is owned by Google. So it's the second largest um, search engine, essentially. And I think video is a way to, to, to be authentic and, and shows our authenticity and our realness in a way that other channels can't. Um, so it's things like a Q&A with the pastor or, mm. you know, good old-fashioned testimonies but not but done more creatively than than a typical testimony it's it's things like um you know live like for example you could you could say oh i'm going to be on on periscope for those of you that don't know what periscope is it's a live video stream um tool attached attached to twitter you can say oh our pastor's gonna be on periscope live at such and such a time come along any questions that you have about the church or about you know things like that creative things that are going to engage people in the moment um but yes I'm a such a big fan of video I think there's so much scope for creativity we can do so much with it um and it's great um for visibility and awareness because like I say it's, it's the second largest um search engine so think about things that you can do with video you know a youtube channel is great um and it's not about taking people to uh, an event or coming to your church it's about okay we're here now um here's the content now um yeah
0: fantastic fantastic and maybe lastly do you have any um great examples of of churches using social media well I don't know if you'd be aware of that type of information but have you seen any churches online that you thought ah oh, they've got it or they are getting it
1: yep yeah. uh there's a couple um the first one is life dot church and that is essentially an off online church like literally it's 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 largely just an online church it's 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 great. Again, it's for people that may not ever come into church and it's a whole community. So definitely look at Life Church. Um, there's another one that I follow on Instagram called, just bear with me a second, I may be able to find it. New Spring, New Spring under, underscore church on Instagram again, a lot of visual content, a lot of really giving insights into what the church does um, again we we didn't have a chance to talk about this it's beyond the scope of this this podcast but podcast but in terms of you know branding and the visual identity for the church mm. um, because sometimes I think that churches don't realize that people go to your website or, or you know look at your your flyers and if those are not appealing, They'll never go past that, so we don't look at it as a spiritual thing. Um, but sometimes it can prevent people from um, coming into your church. And just the way New Spring present themselves on online, it's it's, it's great. Um, so yeah, those are those are a couple of churches.
0: Fantastic. What you know, every time I think we're coming to landing, you say something that sparks something. So we're going to go with it. This <laughs> this branding and visual element, and um, I. I where? Why is it that um, a church in 2016 um, would still create flyers in paint or word? What? What are they? What is? What are they thinking? It, wh- is it? How can they not see? I. I. I don't know. I just wonder. How can you not see when you look at the image that it's? Um, terrible
1: (laughs) you know I just think that sometimes we are just so focused on the actual event or what it is that we're promoting that we can meet completely miss it sometimes it's the things that's right in front of your face that that you totally miss and I think it's because we don't view these things as, as spiritual enough or or you know part of our evangelistic efforts it's just something that we just it's just part something that we do so i think that it's just not really some churches just don't realize the impact and the importance of that that first impression in the same way that you know if your ushers um when people (laughs) walk into a church if they don't greet people appropriately people will never come back that flyer is that first thing about church about your ministry and i think you know some churches just don't just don't realize that
0: about how important that is
1: yeah
0: <sighs> katrina thank you so much this has been amazing i know we're gonna have to get you back on here and talk about some of the tangential things that you've mentioned because oh, you've, you, you've <laughs> already i know some of our listeners are thinking what they're stuck on facebook <laughs> so um <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to to be with us today. Maybe just let our our audience know how they can get in touch with you and, and have you maybe even come in and work with them and their churches.
1: Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Luke, and inviting me on the show. It's very much appreciated. No problem. Um, in terms of where you can get hold of me, um, you can get hold of me at our website. So that is samevine, uk. ecouk um, you can also follow me on Twitter. So I have two accounts. The main account that I use is my personal one. Um, so that's at KDA Douglas. And then also at SameVine Vine as well. I manage both Um, twitter account and then you can email me um i will respond i don't have anybody else answering my email so it's katrina k-a-t-r-i-n-a at samevine.co.uk and i would love to hear from you
0: katrina you've been amazing thank you so much and um we look forward to speaking to you again soon
1: thanks a lot luke
0: now that was amazing that was fantastic that was excellent If you enjoyed that, please continue to tune in, subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. But until next time, create an impact with your influence.